Welcome to Aging in Style with me, Lori Williams. I'm an optimist by nature, and I believe you can follow your dreams at any age. My grandmother's journey with dementia ignited a passion in me to work with seniors. I've spent the past 13 years learning about seniors and aging. In my mid-50s, I followed my own dream and founded my company, where I use my expertise to help seniors locate housing and resources. On this podcast, we cover all aspects of aging. Join us each week to meet senior living experts and inspirational seniors who are following their dreams. The fact is, we're all aging, so why not do it in style? Hi, welcome to Aging in Style with Lori Williams. I'm Lori Williams, and I'm your host. I am so excited that you are joining us on this podcast, and um, I, this is the very first episode. So I want to take this time to tell you about what you what you can expect on this podcast, what kind of things we're going to cover, and also take some time to introduce myself and tell you a little bit about my background. So what to expect on this podcast. We are talking about aging and aging is a good thing. We are going to talk about the positive aspects of aging and we're going to talk about senior living, different resources, what's available out there. There's just so much that people get kind of bogged down and confused when they start looking into senior living. So we're going to cover all of that, um, all the different types of senior living. We're going to have experts on to talk about different uh, diseases and different treatments out there just kind of cover like I'm saying anything aging and senior related then we're going to hit on probably my favorite part of the show which is uh, inspirational seniors and I'm going to introduce you all to some of my favorite inspirational seniors um I think you're really going to enjoy their stories and getting to know them and I think that you'll find them very motivating um, so first, let's talk a little bit about me. So, I, so you'll know who I am and, you know, what I know about senior living. So you know that I know what I'm talking about. So I've worked in senior living for the past 13 years. And in that time, I've been able to help thousands of families navigate their way through the senior world. And what that means is I was able to educate them on options out there, help them find different resources um, and different services that were available. Typically, I was working with the adult children of seniors, and sometimes it was the seniors directly. And really, it could be anything from people just moving into a 55-plus active senior apartment all the way to someone who is ending the journey with Alzheimer's. So in the show, we're going to talk about all of that, so we won't get bogged down in that right now. But I'm going to explain to you all the different types of senior living there are. So I've always been drawn to seniors and probably because my grandmother lived with us for much of my life. And when I look back now, I just realize what a blessing that really was to have uh, my grandmother live with my family. Um, I think it's it's a, such a wonderful thing for a child to experience kind of that other side of multi-generational household and that doesn't happen too often anymore. So I'm thankful that I was able to experience that. Um, I graduated from LSU way, way, way back in the 80s with a degree in marketing. And at that time, I can tell you senior living was nowhere on my agenda. Um, I just, you know, was looking at a career in marketing, maybe doing something in sales, something kind of fun related. And to me, seniors didn't seem fun. That would all change later on in my life, of course. Um, so then I got married, moved around the country a couple of times, adopted two amazing kids with my husband. Still, 
not thinking about senior living until the day I got the call from my mom that my sweet grandmother was diagnosed with dementia. And then watching my mom and my aunt try to figure out what they were going to do. I mean, what kind of care they were going to find for her, what resources they could find. And my grandmother was on a very, very limited budget. So there weren't a whole lot of options. And so seeing that and and seeing their, their stress over the situation and, you know, just their uncertainty, it just really opened my eyes that this is something a lot of families deal with. And who do they turn to? And it just really lit a fire in me. And I just felt that that was kind of my calling, that I wanted to work with seniors. I wanted to learn everything I could about senior living and be someone, who a friendly voice who could be there and help you through this journey. So I started my career in senior living in 2007. And I started off working in a community that was an independent living and assisted living. And I'm just going to tell you, I absolutely loved going to work every day. (laughs) It was just to walk in the door and see all my senior friends. You know, everyone comes up and hugs you and just they want to hear about your kids. They want to hear your stories. And it was just so wonderful. And it, like I said, I always was comfortable around seniors, but working in a community, I came to see seniors, you know, maybe at the time I was in my 40s. And now I'm becoming very close friends with someone in their 80s. It was just so cool to me to see that there's no age, you know, that age just kind of melted away. And they were just my friends. Like this is my friend Chris, this is my friend Bob. And it was just a, a very eye opening experience for me. So what was what was cool a lot of times I would come in and the ladies would be sitting around their little coffee clutch and they would be talking to each other and and you know I was used to like you would talk about when you graduated from college or when you when you uh, what year you graduate from college what year you graduate from high school or when you got married and these ladies they had basically like a widow's club and they were all talking oh yeah I lost my husband in 92 or I lost my husband in 96 and it really occurred to me that that's kind of the beauty of senior communities, that these people have like uh, journeys. They have these similarities. They've had these life experiences and these losses that, you know, we haven't had in our 40s or 30s or 40s or even 50s. They've had experiences of losing a spouse, losing their home that they lived in for 40 to 50 years because they could maybe no longer take care of it, Losing, losing a child in some cases. So they had these all these experiences that really bonded them together. And so when I saw that, it it helped me realize when someone came in to visit the community and they were hesitant maybe about, you know, moving mom into a community, it made me question them. What is your mom doing all day? Is she sitting home alone? Maybe she's a widow. She's sitting alone. She doesn't have friends. Come and see these ladies here that will be her friends, you know, that they have these similarities. And so that was a real... um, that was a very a key selling point for me and in the communities I was also able to bring my kids and we didn't have my my mother lives out of you know in another state and unfortunately my husband's parents had passed away so 
our kids were not really getting that grandparent experience. And so I started taking them up to work with me. There's all kinds of fun events and things, and I would take them, and they, uh, my daughter was like, I think she was four, yeah, four at the time, and she was an outgoing little thing, so she would be doing her cartwheels and entertaining all the seniors, doing her splits, high fives, hugs, kisses, everything, and she felt like these were all her grandmas and grandpas. And, you know, we really bonded with several of the seniors there. Um, one in particular was this crusty old um, military guy. <laughs> His name was Bob. And I will forever just adore Bob. And my daughter will forever remember him as well because it was, we, we made this connection one day and that he had served in Korea, the Korean War and also in Vietnam. And so the first day he saw a picture of my daughter, he said, your daughter's from Korea, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we adopted her from Korea. And I said, how did you know? And he said, wait right here, I'll be right back. So he went back to his apartment and he came back and he's got this plaque, this frame plaque. And it was a commendation recognizing him for having served in a Korean children's um helping with the, the orphan children. And so he shows it to me and I'm like, oh my gosh, it was the same exact children's home that my daughter had been in. And so we immediately, that connection was made. He fell in love with my daughter. She fell in love with Bob. He would run down to the casinos once a week and he'd always bring back a little gift for her. <laughs> so it was just amazing to me because I came from having that like I said multi-generational growing up and my kids were missing that and by working in senior living I found that for my kids um and I've always you know always like I said Bob has passed away many years ago now and he's still you know is, is someone my daughter and I will talk about from time to time and just remember how you know what a great person he was and how much he adored her so um Again, with with aging also, this was kind of a big thing when I started working in senior living. Aging is just honestly, it's just a mindset. And I mean, we would have this lady in her 90s walking around dressed to the nines in her heels. I mean, just amazing. You, I, I really feel that it's a mindset that some people give up at a young age. Some people give up at 40. Some people give up at 50. But you don't have to. It's it, If you want to start a business when you are 60 or 70, why not? Why not do it? You can be volunteering into your 90s, and I'm going to introduce you to some seniors who still do. But, I mean, that's it's really aging comes down to mindset in many cases. Um, so, like I said, I worked started off working in a community. And then I decided, because my kids were still fairly young, that I wanted to be at home. And I took a position with a company where I could work from home and was able to help find places for people who needed not only independent living, but maybe they needed memory care or they needed, um, you know, residential care homes. There's just so many different options out there. And like I said, we'll cover all those as we progress through the podcast series. But um I had an opportunity where I could work from home and have the flexibility to take my kids back and forth to school and be here during the summer with them. And that really worked out better for my family and ended up being a great experience for me. It taught me a lot more about senior living. I was able to work with 
more people who were at different different phases in life, different areas of the country, and um, it was just an excellent experience. So all this said, obviously, I have a huge passion and can talk senior living forever with anyone. And as my friends can attest, I have many stories about my senior friends. And apparently this has kind of um, kind of rubbed off on my family. So my family has been influenced by my passion for seniors. So my son, actually his very first job in high school, he worked at a retirement community and he was a server. And what he would do would be to serve meals to all the seniors. And then my husband decided to make a career change midlife in his mid-50s, no, late late 50s. He decided he wanted to work in senior living. And so that's what he does now. He works for a retirement community. And now my daughter, who was 17, yep, you guessed it, she works for a senior community. And she is a server, actually, at the very same retirement community where my son worked. So, I mean, we definitely have a heart for seniors here in the Williams family. And I'm, I'm very thankful for that. So this passion and my love for seniors and everything, it just came to a point where I decided one day, it is time for me to start my own business. And so that day was in February 2018. I started my own business where I work directly with families, helping them, as I said, helping them find senior communities, senior resources. And um, I'm thankful to say the business grew much faster than I even imagined. Um, And we won Best of Denton County, which was a huge honor. And kind of unexpected. I had no idea I won. I was um, driving home and a friend called me and said, congratulations. And I'm like, thanks for what? (laughs) And then she was the one to tell me that I won best of Denton County for senior services. So that was a pretty cool moment. So things were going great. We were growing and COVID hit in March. And like everyone I had to adjust things and kind of make some decisions about what direction to go in with my business. And obviously, working with seniors, that's the most, um, you know, the population that's been hit the hardest by this. Things were pretty quiet through most of March and into about mid-April. And I really didn't know, as everyone, you know, we really didn't know what was going to happen. So I took that time. I saw the community was looking for people, people wanted to do something, people wanted to help. And so I was able to work with a group in my community and we encouraged others. We all had like donation sites and we decided we were going to help our communities, our senior communities. And we were able to get donations of things that were really hard to find, like toilet paper and hand sanitizers and things like that, and make these um rounds like once a week we would go to different senior communities and say what do you need and we'd get them everything we could get and we also were able to recognize our hospital workers and um, do goodie bags for them so that was a, a really I like to always look on the bright side and I feel like that was a positive to come out of the whole COVID-19 mess and um, you know we were able to do something positive for the community so during that time, also, it was a little quieter around here, and I started thinking more and more about this podcast idea. And I had been kicking it around for quite a while, but I just, I just didn't know, you know, could I do it? 
And, you know, it's one of those things you just you wonder, would would people listen? I hope they'll listen. And so finally, I decided, okay, I'm just going to go forward and do it. Um, I gained so much knowledge working in senior living. And I have this just huge network of senior living experts who I call on when I can't answer a question. And I thought, you know, we can share this information, get it out there through a podcast and reach so many people. There's only a handful of people I can reach each day, but with a podcast, we can expand that number and reach more and more people who may be looking for this information. So I was the co-host last year on a podcast called The Girlfriend's Guide to Senior Living. And uh, we talked a lot about senior information, similar to what we're going to do here. And I was absolutely blown away by the feedback we received from people who were listening and utilizing that information. And I just knew this was going to be a really good vehicle to get this information out. Doing the podcast last year, you know, I was I had I'll be honest with you. I had never listened to a podcast (laughs) until last year. I had to ask my son, what is a podcast? And he explained it to me, showed me how to listen to them. I shouldn't even be, you know, admitting this. It's kind of embarrassing, but um, I didn't even know where to find a podcast. So (laughs) he showed me how to do it. And I mean, who would think a year later, now I I have my own podcast. So, you know, we all have to keep growing no matter our age, right? So I feel like it really helped me grow as a person, as a professional. And now here I am ready to do my very own podcast. So in this podcast, let's kind of break it down what we're going to talk about. So obviously, we're talking about senior living, we're talking about aging, and senior living is just so much its own little world, it's own, with its own very unique jargon. And, you know, if you're like most people, you don't really give it much thought, you know, what it's about until you have a family member in need. I mean, think about that. Have you ever thought, just sat here and thought about, I wonder what assisted living is? Probably not. But if you have a grandma or a mom who is getting older and and having some issues, you have thought about it. So we are going to talk about that. We're going to break down some misconceptions that people have about senior living. And I'll tell you right now, probably the top three misconceptions about senior living. I hear these probably every day. One is it's a nursing home. That's all there is. I don't want to move mom to a nursing home. No, 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 no. That nursing home is one option, but there are so many more options. There's, I mean, there's 55 plus, there's independent living, there's assisted living, there's memory care, there's care homes. And we're going to break each of these down for you and go into great detail on what they are. Um, But just know nursing homes are not your only options. Maybe they were in the 1980s, but they're not anymore. (laughs) So two, Second misconception I hear, mom doesn't want to move or dad doesn't want to move because he can't bring Fluffy her cat or his cat. Yes, pets are welcome. You you heard that right. Pets are welcome in senior communities, in independent and in assisted living. Uh, Little dogs and cats, usually they don't want, you know, a hundred pound pit bull or whatever, you know, that's usually the we draw a line. But, you know, usually up to about 30, 40 pounds, depending on the community, you can bring your cat or your dog. 
um, in assisted living, if you're no longer able to care for the dog or cat, then you may have to pay a little extra to have someone to do the care, you know, take care of them for you. Um, third misconception, well, my Medicare pays for senior living, right? Mm, wrong. <laughs> Medicare is like health insurance. And that is another show that you will find on this podcast. We will go into detail about Medicare and Medicaid and and how we pay for senior living. But I can tell you right now, just independent assisted, you know, pretty much senior living is going to be covered by private pay. And like I said, we will cover that in detail in another podcast. So this podcast is truly a part education and part inspiration. So you're going to learn about all those senior living options I just mentioned. And that's going to be your education part. And then like I said earlier, the really fun part, not that it isn't all fun, because it is all fun, you're going to meet inspirational seniors. And these are seniors you know, who are just not sitting home in their rocking chairs, letting life pass them by. No, they are movers and shakers. They are volunteering, they're starting businesses or staying active. And I promise you, they're going to blow your mind. So when do the episodes air? I'm glad you asked. Every Friday, we're going to drop a new episode. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow the website, which is lauriewilliams-seniorservices.com. And if you have a question or an idea for the show, please, please, please send it to me. My email is laurie at lauriewilliams-seniorservices.com. I'm so excited that we're starting the podcast. I'm excited that you will be joining And just remember, we're all aging. And so why not do it in style, right? So we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.